Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Good evening, and welcome to Miracle Internet Church. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and I welcome you in the name of the Lord. We want to welcome, particularly, all of our first-time listeners. We are a Christian, Internet, Protestant, non-denominational church established in the love of God. Amen? Praise the Lord. And we meet on the Internet every Wednesday evening and Friday evening at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America, and whatever time that happens to be where you are, and on Sundays, excuse me, as Miracle Outreach Ministries on Sunday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the U.S., and whatever time that happens to be where you are. Amen? Praise the Lord. We are so happy that you were able to join us and to come and worship with us and share the presence of the Lord, the fellowship of the saints, and the word that the Lord has for us this evening. Amen? God is so good and so gracious. And he extends his miracles to us on a regular basis here. Amen. We uh, are happy and pleased that the Lord has found us to be faithful. And so we encourage you to continue in the love of God as the scriptures admonish us to do. Amen. We want to announce uh, that uh, Sister Gina has had a death in the family, and we're praying for her and her family. Amen? She's had a relative uh, to depart this life and to transition. So we are keeping her and her family. It was her aunt. And we're keeping her and her family lifted in prayer. Amen? Amen. So we want to thank you for your kindnesses in advance. And know that God is with us. Amen? Now, the world is full of information. And frequently... The Lord will uh, encourage me to share some of that information with you. So during the course of the week, uh, I share FYIs with you in the MIC radio chat. Feel free to read them when it's uh, when it's convenient for you to do so. Amen. <clears throat> I don't take them down because the Lord wants you to know what's going on. And it's important to know what's going on. 
So for those of you who are new, it's your responsibility and your opportunity to come up. It takes about a minute every day. And just check out the MIC radio chat room and see what's there. You will find encouragements from the saints, and you may find some additional information from Pastor Sabrina. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Because we want you to be up to date on what's going on. Praise the Lord. God's people should be knowledgeable. We um, we run into people all the time, and people always have something to say. And God keeps us on our toes around here so we don't get lax and lazy. Amen? Amen. So there you have the lace. Now, also, I want to thank all of you, every single one of you, for all of your kindnesses toward everyone who has um, lost a loved one and is experiencing bereavement. You all have been so sweet and so kind. I'm very, very um, proud of you. Amen? I'm very, 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 very proud of you. And so is the Lord. And so I want to encourage you to keep up the good work. You come up in the MIC radio chat with your scriptures and words of encouragement all week long. Thank you so very much. That's what God wants us to do. He wants us to show love one to another, encouraging one another in the faith. And so you're actually doing what God says to do. That's called obedience. Amen? Also, I want to thank those of you who've been kind to me during this month. I do appreciate your kindnesses and your love. It was very welcome and very appreciated. And, yes, it means more to me than I can say on the air. Amen. You see, there's a place where when you go the extra mile, the person on the receiving end clearly understands that you went through extra effort just for them. It says something that other things don't necessarily say. And so from the bottom of my heart, I want to thank each person who has extended such a kindness to me this month. It will be forever remembered and treasured, and the Lord will multiply these blessings back to you. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, also to our first-time listeners, we want to invite you to join us in our chat room. And our chat room is located on our webpage. Our webpage is MiracleInternetChurch.com. That's Miracle Internet. Church 
dot com. As the page comes up, across the banner, you'll see a link that says MIC Radio Chat. Click that link. When the page changes, click Guest. When the page changes, sign in using your own name. That means the name that's probably on your birth certificate. Amen. The name that's on your birth certificate. Nobody named you guest, so no, you may not sign in and try to hide using guest. You see, all things are naked and open before the eyes of him with whom we have to do. So since you can't hide from God, why are you trying to hide from us? Amen. Praise God. And uh, sign in. And greet the saints, and the saints will greet you. Amen? And uh, we appreciate you coming and fellowshipping with us. If you have a cell phone, use your browser to find MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page comes up across the banner, three white dashes, three white lines on a black background. Click the three white lines and it opens up all the links to you. Amen? So be blessed in the name of Jesus, and we encourage you to take notes during the sermon, write down the scriptures, and recast the message. If you're listening while we are live on the air, the sermon is being recorded as I preach, so you will need to listen through your phone at area code 319-527-6235 and press 1. After the recording has concluded, you may find the sermon on our webpage, Archive Sermons. There's a link up there that says Archive Sermons. You click it and you scroll down till you find the sermon. Amen? Amen. So we want to thank you for joining us. We have over, ooh, I think it's over 12 years of sermons just on the website. They're all over the place, but most of them are located under the link Archive Sermons. Uh, we would encourage you to ask the Holy Spirit. That's right. Humble yourself. Ask the Holy Spirit to take you into the archive and lead you to the sermon he wants you to hear. Please avoid the the, uh, temptation to think that, oh, look at this and look at that. No, this is not a candy store. This is a place that... um, this is a place that will be uh, very valuable to you, but the Holy Spirit must lead you and guide you to the sermon he wants you to hear. He knows what you need. So please let him be God and you just be the saint. Amen? Amen. Praise God. So 
We want to thank God for blessing us, for entrusting us with his precious gospel. We want to thank him for every single blessing and every inheritance and every favor that we have received through Jesus Christ. Amen. It's a great day in the kingdom, saints, no matter what's happening in the world. Amen. Amen. So let's go before the Lord our God in prayer. Amen. Let's go before the Lord our God in prayer. Because our God listens to our prayers. You know, I went someplace the other day, and these people uh, had these statues. You had to look around to find them. And lo and behold, they had some food in front of those statues. Now, I have never in my life seen a statue eat food. You know I had already bound that mess up. But I was just wondering, I kind of wanted to ask the lady, um, is this statue going to eat these tangerines you put here? You know, but I didn't want to start something (laughs) that it would take me half the day to get through. So I I sort of didn't. But uh, I was just sitting there looking at it like, well, Lord, I can count how many tangerines are sitting there on that dish in front of that statue, but when I leave here, it's going to be just as many tangerines when I leave as it was when I walked in the door. So, you know, at some point, I wonder when it's going to occur, you know, to them that that food isn't going to, it's going to rot. It's not going to go anywhere. You know, that statue is not going to eat those tangerines. It can't. It's a statue. It's not a god. But, you know, you have to wait until the Holy Spirit says, now is the time to say something. And that's how you do it. So I'm waiting in case I have to go back. Amen. I'm waiting. And I... I, I'm waiting to see what the Lord will say and how he'll lead. Sometimes you have to be patient while you pray. Amen? Amen. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we we want to thank you. We want to praise you. You have brought us out of darkness, whatever darkness we were in and into the kingdom of your marvelous son, Jesus Christ. That is a gift that is so valuable to us that words cannot express just how much it really does mean to us. We want to thank you. Amen? We want to thank you for your goodness, for your grace, for your mercy, your loving kindness, and your mercy toward us. We pray that everyone who can receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior receives him. Amen. We pray that all those who can 
receive him, will receive him. Lord, how could anyone live without you? I cannot imagine. So I thank you and we thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ because you planned for all of us, all who would receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, all who would believe what your testimony says of your son to receive such beautiful blessings. But most of all, the relationship with you. That's the best blessing. So we want to humbly thank you and show our grateful appreciation to you for your extended graciousness and love, tenderness, kindness, and mercy to the most undeserving people that we know. Thank you. Because you have treated us with such love, we know that you will extend it to others as well. And in this we hope. We just thank you. We want to thank you that because the Spirit of God is at work within us, we are empowered to walk in the excellence of God. When troubling and perplexing circumstances come into our lives, we will not lose heart. We will not look at things as they are seen, but we will look at the unseen power of God. We will place our eyes on our Heavenly Father's throne in heaven, and as we walk In his excellence, his spirit will enable us to radiate his glory. We want to thank you for that. We want to thank you. We want to thank you for the blood of Jesus. We want to thank you for the armor of God. We want to thank you for the power of God. We want to thank you for prayer. We want to thank you for every prayer that Jesus prayed for us when he was in the earth and the continued prayer of the saints that we can read in the scriptures. We want to thank you, Lord. We want to thank you for the prayers from generations of saints that have prayed continually for the body of Christ. We want to thank you, Lord. We want to thank you for the armor of God. We thank you that our loins are girded about with the spirit of truth. And we put on the breastplate of righteousness. Our feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And we take the shield of faith wherewith we are able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. We wear the helmet of salvation, and we take the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. We want to thank you, Father, for the heads that you placed around us and that we're covered with the blood of Jesus Christ. 
We want to thank you for the warring linking angels, for the praising angels, for your ministering spirits. We want to thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your very glory in the midst. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We thank you that you've declared that we are the head and not the tail. We are above only, and we shall not be beneath, and that no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. And every tongue that rises against us in judgment, we shall condemn as part of our inheritance. We thank you, Lord, that you're teaching us to cast down all imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, that you have strengthened us with strength in our inner man so that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. You are our shepherd, and we shall not want, because you have supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus our Lord. So we cast all of our cares upon you because we know that you care for us. We thank you for divine help because by the stripes of Jesus Christ, we have been healed. We thank you that you are the God who heals. We thank you for the joy of the Lord, which is our strength. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, plans, and orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments, and satanic agendas against the righteous in the name of Jesus. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' holy name, and we bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and the powers that they use. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man. And we dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar demons, all electronic, digital technology demons, and their attacks. We bind electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism and mind control by the occult. 
You're bound in Jesus' name. We bind force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crime, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits, which manipulate modern technology, pulsed microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, confusion, a distortion, tating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, and binding all vibrations, which are actually demons. We bind all Leviathan spirits, Kundalini spirits, brainwashing spirits, water and marine spirits, sex devils, unclean spirits, passive spirits, uh, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, smart dust, drone spirits, sorcery devils, seducing, womanizing, whoredom spirits, and all of their attacks in Jesus' name. We bind the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons. We bind all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer, and their attacks. And we send their attacks back to them in the name of Jesus Christ. We return the attacks of the voices of the stranger. We send those voices right back where they came from in the name of Jesus Christ. We mute, muzzle, and gag those mouths with the blood of Jesus. We forbid them to come talk to us in Jesus' name. We bind all target radio frequency, pulse weapons and their attacks, microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks, and the work of every druid. We thank you, Lord. We bind the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, can audio weapons. Yes, praise the Lord. All tar- targeted radio frequencies. We send those radio frequencies right back where they came from. We return to sender in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We bind pulse weapons in their attacks and the microwave attacks. We bind everything coming off the satellites, the cell towers. Ooh, We raise the shield of faith against the attacks from the cell towers in the name of Jesus Christ. We raise the shield of faith against the attacks coming from the cell towers in Jesus' name and through our devices in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all hypnotic and trance devils, all mystic rituals, and their intent. We bind all microwave frequency weapons, 5G, and its components. And we overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Australian, New Zealander, the Caribbean, Haitian deities, and all other false deities. We bind Russian, Chinese, 
Indonesian, Malaysian, Global Cabal, so all tribal rituals and sins, Rikisa, Iranian, South Korean and North Korean, UK, Canada, Spain, Ringe de la Brusala de Yosola de Yosola de Yosuta, Yarke Uganda, Ruka de Brisha de Ethiopia, Ruka de Brisha, Raka de Brusala de Yosola de Yosunda and every island in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the evil and the works and the voodoo, occult works of tribal groups and indigenous groups in the name of Jesus. We bind every coven, every group of warlocks, wizards, sorcerers, or diviners in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind their evil works in Jesus' name. We want to thank you, Lord. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits. We bind every devil responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing minds, and hyperactivity in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect, all satanic ritual abuse devils satanic worship, and witchcraft dedications. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, spirits of supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes, we bind in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. We bind Mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, sabotage, spy, destroy, infect, wear down, mock, lie against, manipulate, harass, hinder, besmirch, monitor, track, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, corrupt, assassinate, divide, confound, undermine, despise attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind, the fool's anger in the name of Jesus. We bind food, lust, addictions, and gluttony in Jesus' name. We return to sender according to the covenant all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, sexual weapon, 
all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, right, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us. Astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender, all witcher crap attacks through channeling and the satellites against the website. Binding all wizardry, magic, jujus, and other tribal occult activity. Return to sender in the name of Jesus Christ. We want to thank you, Father. We bind our vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, and the Great Reset, make-believe, fantasy, fables, enchantments, la-la lands, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the king of pride and all of his agents, and we chain you with eternal chains under darkness. In Jesus' name, we bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, food, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, unyielding, Deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Isis, Osiris, all false deities, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and in 72, and we chain them with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic and sexual weapons, promptings, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, and designs. We bind and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the powers of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, pledge, and vow in the name of Jesus, along with their powers and the works of the associated organizations in Jesus' name. We bind all of their works in the name of Jesus. We bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, and the grips in Jesus' name. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the insanity, pride, and foolishness of our own opinions. We bind being misled. We bind the work of errors in our lives. We return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce 
and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we have come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. We bind every spirit that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred to us in the name of Jesus, and we command the spirits to leave us now in Jesus' name. We bind all the spirits coming through the computers, through our electronic and technological devices in Jesus' name to come rest in our minds and attack us in Jesus' name. We send the attack back on the spirits that brought it in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings and all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere especially those that are persecuted Christians and those that were left behind in Afghanistan. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Father, we cover ourselves and our transportation with the blood of Jesus Christ. We take authority over any entity that would interfere with our proper and successful transport to our destinations and back in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your protection over us, Father, in Jesus' name. We lift up to you, though, Lord, those who um, improperly use vehicles of transportation. We bind their wicked spirits in the name of Jesus Christ, and we ask for additional angelic protection in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over all trespass, whether by sound, uh, physically, spirit, dark angels, whatever it may be. We bind all trespasses in the name of Jesus Christ. And we put them into the spiritual cage in Jesus' holy name. We forbid them to return in Jesus' name. Father, we ask that you release your ministering spirits on our behalf where the trespassing has occurred and is repeated in Jesus' name. 
That includes people going through our recycle bins trying to find out our personal information, or through our trash receptacles, or any other sort of trespass. That includes in the Internet. Where these breaches of security have taken place. And people have stolen our personal information. Father, with the blood of Jesus, we ask that you erase our information out of their computers in Jesus' name. Father, any place where any such breach has taken place, we ask that your protection cover us and guard us and our personal information in Jesus' name. In particular, Lord, and including all of these companies calling uh, us and asking if we want to sell our homes and texting us. Our phone numbers do not belong to them. They belong to us. We pay to have them. Mailing us, harassing us, bombarding us with requests to purchase our homes. We send it right back from whence it came in the name of Jesus Christ. This trespassing must stop in the name of Jesus. We forbid it to continue in the name of Jesus. We return it from whence it came, and we ask you, Father, for the judgment of the righteous judge against it in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the saints realizing that we have civil authorities as well and that we have rights as property owners to contact the civil authorities wherever trespassing takes place. We thank you and we give you praise for it in the name of Jesus Christ. When other people's animals come on your property to do their business, they're leaving a curse. Don't just sit there and act like you don't know that. You need to get up and take some action. There are laws against that. There are statutes and ordinances against that. Father, 
Everywhere you find trespassing, stand against it in Jesus' name. We pull out fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, witchcraft, curses, and anything else, and we return it from whence it came according to the covenant in Jesus' name. We cut, burn, and destroy all ungodly silver cords, ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and planting, and any other forms of agreement with the demonic realm in Jesus' name. We break down and destroy walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanobots, satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, liars, and the like. We break the power of love spells, vexes, hexes, curses, psychic prayers and thoughts, witchcraft, fetishes, charms, sorcery, destruction, sickness, magic, voodoo, pain, torment, psychic prayer and warfare, chantings, ungodly blessings incantations, incense and candle burning, crystals, hoodoo, woodworks, tribal rituals, and sin, and all else sent to us from the enemy's camp in Jesus' name. We send it back right now in Jesus' name. We bind spirits of hatred, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, all spirits of wizardry and sorcery in the name of Jesus Christ. We send them back. In Jesus' name. We bind spirits of blindness. We're binding spirits of bondage, fear, and heaviness in the name of Jesus. We're sending them back. All spirits of witchcraft that have been sent to us or to our family members, we're sending it back right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Every single one. Nothing can stay behind in the name of Jesus. The fire of God on these demons right now in the name of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over all the ear, nose, and throat demons in Jesus' name. Come out of God's people. You have no right to be in their bodies. Their bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost. You come out in Jesus' name. All of that drowsiness and lethargy, you're bound in Jesus' holy name. We resist you at the onset in Jesus' name. We bind flus, we bind coughs, we bind colds, we bind allergy symptoms, and cytokine storms in Jesus' name. Come out of God's people, deep breath and cough. Cough it out now in the name of Jesus. Cough from your gut and not your throat. Cough it out, cough it out, cough it out, cough it out. In the name of Jesus Christ. Allergic symptoms bound in the name of Jesus. Inflammation and pain bound in Jesus' name. We're binding all passivity. We're binding all passivity. 
Warring against family devils, bound in Jesus' name. Water gained by witchcraft, bound in Jesus' name. Sluggish circulation, bound in Jesus' name. Dementia bound. Alzheimer's bound. Brain fog bound in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And everybody said amen, amen, and amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Saints, I'll say this again. You do not sit there and let the neighbor's dog defecate on your property. You do not just sit there and do nothing. They came to curse you. At the very least, you need to run them off your property You need to put up a no trespassing sign, and you need to call the civil authorities and file a claim against that action. You need to stop sitting there like you don't know what to do, because you do know what to do. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Stop just sitting there like, oh, they did that to me. No, you get up and do something about it. Amen. I got a shovel, and I took that that dung back to the dog that brought it, and I left it on the dog's property. That dog never came back. Amen. You need to take decisive action. Amen. You need to take decisive action and quit rolling over like, oh, I have to be so sweet. They're being nasty. They're being nasty. Amen. They're being nasty. You have the right to protect your property. And nobody should have to explain this. You need to see to it that what the law says is what's properly executed. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. You'll get the point after a while. You'll get it. When you stop allowing the devil in roads, you'll see less of him. 
Praise the Lord. Our featured psalm for this evening's worship service is Psalm 2. And our verse for meditation comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. Our featured ebook is The Value of the Blood of Jesus Bible Study. We need to know about that. Our guest call-in number remains, area code 319-527-6235, and press 1. Amen? Amen. Well, let's see if there's anything. So tonight, we're going to talk about Jesus the way. Jesus the way. Many saints have not heard the basics of the gospel preached. Many saints have not heard the basics of the gospel preached. Others have heard, but the truth is no longer at the forefront of their thoughts. So the Father says that we need to be reminded of the truth that has been deposited into our spirits so that in witnessing it flows from us as a river of life-giving water. We need the truth stirred up in us. So that should be your hint that Father's getting ready to send people to some of us to witness to, and he wants us to be ready and on point when when they show up. Amen? That's your heads up right there. Amen? So let me be clear on this matter. Jesus Christ is the only way to be reconciled to Almighty God. And your children need to hear this this sermon. They need to hear this word. Because when they go to school, something else is being taught. When they go off to college, a whole lot of something else is being taught. Your children need to know this truth. Jesus Christ is the only way to be reconciled to Almighty God. There are not 15, 20, 60 different ways. There's only one. No one can become reconnected to our Heavenly Father without believing and receiving Jesus Christ and his testimony. No one can become reconnected to our Heavenly Father without believing and receiving Jesus Christ and his testimony. Amen? There's no way of getting around it. It doesn't matter what people try to pull, what they try to say, what they try to do. That's not it. It's not going to work. 
You see, you can't do what you want to do. It's God's way or no way. And that's the way it is. Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10, beginning with verse 9. Romans chapter 10, beginning with verse 9. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made Unto salvation. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Many of us are aware of several groups which do not believe this, but they are lost. That's right. They are lost. They have believed the deception of Satan and have chosen a different way for beginning with verse 3. Second Corinthians chapter 4 beginning with verse 3. Second Corinthians chapter 4 beginning with verse 3. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord. If our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. Amen? The God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not. Amen. So we see this clearly. If God's plan for salvation is hidden, it is hidden from those who are on the path to eternal death. Has deliberately blinded such a person 
so that he will be unable to see the bright light of the gospel as it shines or to understand the message which Jesus taught or to understand the message which Jesus taught. You see, our God has given to every person the measure of faith to believe. See, in order to believe this gospel, you've got to have a measure of faith. God gives that to people, but they have to use it, you see. They have to use it rightly. God has given to every man the measure of faith to believe, but he's got to use it that way. He's got to use it that way. You see, there isn't going to be anybody, there isn't going to be anybody who doesn't have what it takes to get it done if they will choose to do it. Amen. It's just that way. In 1 Timothy, 1 Timothy 2, verse 5, 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5, 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5, for there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus. There is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus, no one else. Not Buddha, not Muhammad, or any of those other people. Not any of those others. They were all disqualified. Amen? There is only one mediator between God and people or between God and mankind. There had to be someone who was without sin, who could act in the role of settling and restoring the separation which occurred between God and Adam in its rightful position once again. There had to be someone who was without sin. So that canceled out all of those other people that have come before claiming to be the Jews' Messiah. They've all been canceled out because they've all had sin, original sin. None of them had an immaculate conception. None of them was birthed by a virgin. None of them, the Holy Spirit implanted within a, within a virgin. None of them. 
So, yes, it does matter what you believe. It very much matters what you believe. It matters if you believe the testimony of Jesus Christ and the testimony of his father concerning his son, Jesus Christ. Yes, it matters. Sin, which Adam committed, had to be taken out of the way before restoration of relationship could begin. It had to leave. It had to be removed. Amen? In the Gospel of John, chapter 1, 29, the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 29, the Bible clearly states that Jesus is the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. John chapter 1, verse 29. The next day, John seeth Jesus coming unto him and said, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. That John clearly understood that Jesus was God's Lamb, and his purpose was to take away the sin of the world. You must understand that. And the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 6, the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus says of himself, I am the way. I am the way. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And that's exactly what he meant. Nobody can come to the Father but by him. So Jesus says to us, I am the only way to God. Now, when you go to college and they give you this course on humanities or comparative religion, they'll tell you all about all the false religions that have come before, or many of them, the more highlighted ones. And they'll tell you all of the strange things that these people did and they'll probably, without realizing that that's what they're doing, mention some of the demons that these people worship and their methods of worship that God refers to as abomination because he tells the children of Israel to drive these people out because they've done all of these abominations that God detests. And so they're to go in and wipe these people out. That's what they're supposed to do. Amen? So in Matthew chapter 7, Matthew chapter 7, 
verse 13, Matthew 7, verse 13, Jesus says, For all souls to enter through the straight gate or the narrow gate. Why? Because the wide gate is the one which leads to destruction. Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. So you need to pay attention because he says many go in that way. That's dangerous. They're not paying attention. Many go in that way. This way of life, which leads to destruction, is not easily perceived by the blinded because the destruction does not always reveal itself before the end of the road. That's right. The destruction does not always reveal itself before they get to the end of the road. Romans chapter 6, verse 16. Romans chapter 6, verse 16. Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. If you yield yourself to sin, you're going to enter into death. Or if you yield yourself to obedience, you will enter into righteousness. The choice is yours. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 15. Deuteronomy chapter 13, verse 15. I'm sorry, Deuteronomy chapter 30, set before thee this day life and good and death and evil. You have to choose. Everyone must choose. First Kings chapter 18. First Kings. Verse 21 First Kings Chapter 18 Verse 21 And Elijah Came unto all the people And said How long Halt ye Between two opinions How long Are you going to go back and forth Between two opinions at some point, you have to become decisive. 
If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And as you see, the people answered him not a word. They didn't say a thing. You see, saints, you can't sit on the fence with God. You have to go one way or <laughs> excuse me, or the other way. You have to make a decision and then stick with it. Amen. Jesus Christ, the way of escaping the deceptive temptations of the world. Jesus Christ is the way of escaping the deceptive temptations of the world. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. 1 Corinthians 10, verse 13. There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. Any temptation you're going to experience, lots of people have met that same temptation before. Some have succeeded, some have failed. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able. In other words, you can resist this thing, if you will. That's right, regardless of your age. You can resist this, if you will. But will, with the temptation, also make a way to escape. Jesus Christ is your way of escaping the deceptive temptations of the world. Amen? So that's the end of the devil made me do it. And and I just couldn't help myself and all of those other excuses that are commonly used. Jesus Christ is the selected one of God to bring people back into right standing with Almighty God. Until Jesus came, the Jewish nation was assigned to display to the entire world the kind of relationship which the Father desired to have with his people. However, to their own rebellion, they fail this assignment. Jesus Christ entered onto the scene and explained fully to the Jewish people that he is the one which all of their sacrifices pointed to. All of their rituals, ceremonies with which they honored God pointed to him. Rather than livestock being offered to God as the actual Son of God, he had come to be the Lamb of God. 
which would forever take away the sins of the world. You see, the Jewish people had special ceremonies and rituals where they had to come before God and everybody had to do their part so that the high priest could go in and do a ceremony and God would forgive the people's sins for a whole year. But you see, the next year they had to do it again. And the next year they had to do it again. And sometimes they lapsed and didn't do it for several years at a time. But you see, when Jesus Christ came, the actual Son of God, when he came, he came as the Lamb of God. They had been performing their sacrifices with livestock. But he came as the lamb which belonged to God. And he would forever take away the sins of the world. No longer would the high priest make sacrifices for them so that they would be received by God on a yearly basis. From that point forward, his sacrifice for sin would last forever. Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10, beginning with verse 7. Hebrews chapter 10, beginning with verse 7. Then said I, Lo, I come. In the volume of the book, it is written of me to do thy will, O God. Above when he said, Sacrifice and offering and burnt offerings and offering for sin thou wouldest not, neither hadst pleasure therein, which are offered by the law. Then said he, Lo, I come to do thy will, O God. He taketh away the first, that he may establish the second. By the which, We are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. By the offering of the body of of Jesus Christ once for all. Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God. And every priest standeth daily ministering and offering oftentimes the same sacrifices which can never take away sin. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God, from henceforth expecting till his enemies be made his footstool. For by one offering he hath perfected forever them that are sanctified, whereof the Holy Ghost also is a witness to us. So the Holy Spirit is witnessing to us too. For after that he had said before, this is the covenant 
I will make with them after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws into their hearts, and in their minds will I write them. Really? Yes, so you can't go around saying, well, I had no idea that killing somebody was wrong. Excuse me? He says, I will put my laws into their hearts, and in their minds will I write them. And their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Now, where remission of these is, there is no more offering for sin. Having, therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way. Jesus is our new and living way, which he has consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say, his flesh, and having an high priest over the house of God. Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed pure water. Amen. Some of you have Jewish background, and you are still trying to understand the interplay between the Jewish religion and born-again Christianity. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 9. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 9. Hebrews chapter 5, and being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him. That's right. All them that call themselves believers? No. All them that obey him. Mm. Jesus Christ is the way of truth. Jesus Christ is the way of truth. Second Peter chapter 2, beginning with verse 1. Second Peter chapter 2, beginning with verse 1. But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privately shall bring in damnable heresy, outright lies, even denying the Lord that bought them, and bring upon themselves swift destruction. And many shall follow pernicious ways, 
by reason of whom the way of truth, Jesus Christ is the way of truth. Jesus Christ is the way of truth. By reason of whom the way of truth, Jesus Christ, shall be evil spoken of. There are many voices in the world. Yes, some of them present themselves as teachers of truth. Clever with their lies cloaked in deception. They once followed Jesus Christ, but now they have veered off the narrow path. Many will follow their evil and twisted teachings, which appeal to the flesh, but do not produce faith nor holiness. So because they will be quite popular, the true way to God will be ridiculed and not taken seriously. Amen? And such as it is. Now, saints, the Holy Spirit is bringing to mind that you have done such a thing. You need to repent of that. If you sat under such persons as have just been described, you need to repent because you left the path of God to follow after teachings that the Bible calls damnable heresy. Amen, the Lord. But God has already determined therein. God has already determined the end of the... You know, some of you have gone to sit up and listen to people that you knew were not right. You heard their teaching and you knew it wasn't scripture. You knew it was flesh. You knew it was man-made. You knew it didn't come from, from God. And you got, sat there and listened anyway, and you just kept on listening and kept on going back on giving offerings and kept on attending. You need to repent. Yes, you do. You ought to repent. To him that knows to do right and does it not, to him it is sin. Amen. It's just the truth. Amen. Let's get that cleaned up. God has already determined therein. In Luke chapter 9, verse 62, Luke chapter 9, verse 62, and Jesus said unto him, No man, having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit 
for the kingdom of God. They were on the path, the narrow path, and they departed from God's path. So God says they're not fit for the kingdom of God. In 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 15, 2 Peter chapter 2 and verse 15, 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 15. Speaking of these same people, which have forsaken the right way. Jesus Christ is the right way. These same people have forsaken the right way, which is Jesus Christ, and are gone astray. Following the way of Balaam, the son of Bosor, who loved the wages of unrighteousness. You know, there's some people, they want fame. Some people want notoriety. Some people want riches. Some people want some of everything. It amounts to worldliness. And some people, worldliness has a a deep hook in them. It's not that they can't be set free. They have to want to be set free. Amen? They have to want to be set free. They have to deal with the evil desires that are in their hearts. Amen. You know, you cannot serve God and mammon because the love of money is the root of all evil. The Bible says you're going to love one and hate the other. So you must decide. You must decide. You're either going to serve Jesus Christ and he's your God, or you're going to serve money. And you can't do both together. Amen. And it's true. Jesus is the right way. Many have preferred the good life on earth. And when the choice between the good life And the God life comes to an apex, they regrettably choose the good life and not God. The scriptures say, Demas has departed. Demas left. To say. The scriptures tell you about somebody who did just that. They decided this following Jesus business was too difficult and too hard and 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 uh, took too much, and they just didn't want to deal with it anymore. For Demas hath forsaken me, 
having loved this present world. And that's happened to a lot of Christians. Somewhere in their heart of hearts, they want the glitter and the glam. They want the material prosperity. They want the material gain of this present life. They went for that temptation and did not hold on to Jesus Christ. Now, I'm going to mention the name of a company because I recently read about its former owner who gave his company away saying that he didn't need any more money and he wasn't going to leave it to his family, which might have been a wise choice. You don't know. He was choosing instead to cling to God. Amen? And this is a very large company. If I can remember the name of it, I'll tell you. When it comes to me, it'll hit me right then. This is a very large company that sells uh, crafts and home goods. And its owner decided to give the company to someone. He didn't sell it to him. He gave it to someone who could continue to run it. Amen? So you see, everybody, everybody is not hooked on this world and what it has to offer. There are people, oh, yes, thank you, Holy Spirit. The name of that company is Hobby Lobby. There are people who are sold out to Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise the Lord. That is the truth. So, in the same chapter, beginning with verse 17, beginning with verse 17, Speaking of these kind of people, they are wells without water, clouds that are carried with a tempest, to whom the mist of darkness is reserved forever. For when they speak great swelling words of vanity, they allure through the lust of the flesh, through much wantonness, those who were clean escaped from them who live in error. While they promise them liberty, they themselves are actually the servants of corruption. For of whom a man is overcome, of the same is he brought into bondage. Hmm. 
That's kind of dangerous, Pastor. Yes, it is quite dangerous. It's quite dangerous. You have people that I call promoters. They've got a lot to say. And their message comes to the flesh man. It brings forth the flesh man. It doesn't empower the spirit man. And it pulls back into worldliness and lust of the flesh, people who had gotten away, who had escaped. They give them these promises that, oh, it's going to be like this and like that. But these people, the same ones that are proclaiming it, they're servants of corruption. You you know, as Pastor Pat used to say, you have to be very careful what pew you're sitting in these days. It might cost you your salvation and your life. You have to be very careful. So we uh, try to warn you, but some of you in fleshly zeal run off as if uh, the warning has never been given. Every Wednesday and Friday, before the broadcast, there are introductory um, statements made in the chat room by the pastor. And if you have never taken the opportunity to read them, you should. There's one in particular on vetting. Amen? And you need to pay attention to that. It could keep you out of hell. Some of you have so much curiosity, and you want to know this, and you want to know that. And God's busy trying to get you rooted and grounded in him and in the word of God with some discipline and some sound teaching. But here comes your curiosity. Oh, I want to know about this, and I want to know about that, and I want to know about this, and I want to know about that. But that's not what God's trying to teach you. And so what do you do? Here comes the devil by with something that says, oh, I I heard of them before, and so I'm, I'm going to investigate this, and I'm going to investigate that and investigate. The Holy Spirit hasn't led you to do that. The Bible says that the sons of God are led, L-E-D, by the Spirit of God. So if you're a son of God, you need to be following the promptings of the Holy Spirit, not your own self-will. So we teach you to bind every thought. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5 you from bouncing all over everything that everybody claims is Christianity while God's busy trying to ground you and settle you and discipline you. So you begin to grow up into the head, which is Christ. But some of you have what I refer to as nosiness. 
The Holy Spirit isn't leading you to do some of that. It's your nosiness in the flesh. And nosy is not the nature of Jesus Christ. So, after we've warned you, and you end up opening something up, some teaching, some uh, coming into into contact with some group of so-called believers that you don't even know anyway. You don't know what spirits are actually motivating them. It just seems okay to you. So then those demons become associated with you. You have invited them into your life and into your home. This is when you turn the television on. You know, at the end of the news broadcast, they used to say, thank you for inviting us into your home. Well, that's exactly what you did. Whatever they say, whatever spirits are coming through, you have invited them into your home, so you've opened the door for them to come in. Same thing when you turn on the computer or you turn on your cell phone or you go to a movie or whatever uh, it is. When you put on those virtual reality uh, headpieces, they're demons associated with those virtual reality headpieces. Why? Because they take you into an imaginary world that is not real. It's a lie. The whole situation is a lie. And so you open your mind and your spirit and your soul up to lies and deception. And so you finish playing this game and you think you've won something and nothing has actually ever occurred except that you've allowed demons into your mind. And they will take over your mind. Amen. So in 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 17, the Bible says that these people are wells without water, clouds that are carried with a tempest, to whom the mist of darkness is reserved forever. The, when they speak great swelling words of vanity, they're going to reach for the lust of the flesh, and they're going to drag you right back into bondage. And some of you, unfortunately, have an affinity for doing that. You're the itching ear crowd. You want to hear every new thing and every newer thing, which is actually an old thing rehashed. Amen. These promoters are going after your wallet. They are no different from Cocoa Puff. Cocoa Puff wants your money, and so do they. And you ought to have sense enough to know it. In this ministry, we offer with prayer on Sunday all funds that are received. We don't harp on it because as you grow in the Lord and in his love, you come to know for yourself that which is right and fitting towards God and others. These promoters 
boast about their material possession. Well, will these things save your soul? Ask yourself. You know, I remember one late minister that said, we don't do uh, church barbecues to sell, and we don't have no chickens to sell you either. The Bible teaches offerings and all, and that's it. Well, we don't have any Holy Ghost chickens to sell you either because we're not plucking any feathers. A person becomes enslaved to the thing or relationship which controls him. Once a soul has escaped from the bondage of wickedness in the world by learning about our Savior, Jesus Christ, If he returns to the old ways and gets entangled in sin, he enters into that slavery again. He is now worse off than before. Worse off than before. Verse 20. For if they have escaped, the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled therein and overcome. The latter end is worse with them than the beginning. Amen? For it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness. Jesus Christ is the way of righteousness than after they have known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. Amen. He is the way to a right relationship with the Father. Also, this truth confirmed in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. beginning with verse 10. Acts, the book of Acts, chapter 4, beginning with verse 10. Acts, chapter 4, beginning with verse 10. Be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which is become the head of the corner. 
Neither is there salvation in any other. Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. There's no other name, no other person, no other name. Neither can true salvation be found in anyone else. For God has given none other name under heaven among men whereby we must be saved. For God has highly exalted Jesus Christ and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen. In 1 John, the Bible says that if we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God, which he hath testified of his son. God, our father, is testifying, testifying, you know, like when you get on the witness stand is testifying of his son. He that believeth on the Son of God hath the witness in himself. He that believeth not God hath made him a liar. In other words, if you don't believe what the Father is saying about the Son, you're calling the Father a liar. That's not too bright. Because he believeth not the record that God gave of his Son. And this is the record, that God hath given to us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He that hath the Son hath life, and he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. Amen. The Father said in Matthew chapter 3, beginning with verse 16, the Father said in Matthew chapter 3, beginning with verse 16, and Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. And again, in Matthew chapter 17, beginning with verse 17, beginning with verse 4. Then answered Peter and said unto Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If thou wilt, 
let us make here three tabernacles, one for thee, one for Moses, and one for Elias. While he yet spake, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them. And behold, a voice out of the cloud which said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. And yet again, in John chapter 17, John chapter 17, beginning with verse 1. These words spake Jesus, lifting up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify thy son, that thy son also may glorify thee, as thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Do you believe this? Do you believe this? It's up to you. Do you believe this? Amen? You need to know if you believe this. Brother Bill, praise report time. Yes. Yes, I do believe this, Pastor. I do believe it. Let's start with the praise reports. Dana has a praise report. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the hedge of protection. A severe storm watch was issued in my region, strong winds, hail, tornadoes. I placed a prayer in the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room, and the Lord has put a hedge of protection in my area. The storm was not severe also. I had my yard cleaned earlier this week, and there was a huge pile of leaves and clippings that the sanitation workers hadn't picked up yet. So I asked the Lord to prevent debris from being strewn across my yard and that of my neighbors, and he honored my request. Thank you, Jesus, for your goodness. Bless his holy name. Deborah L. has a praise report. Yesterday I was driving on the freeway to my parents, and I was in the left lane, and the middle lane was a huge big piece of asphalt sticking up. I'm going 70 miles an hour with everyone else. I saw the piece and said to myself, that could really do some damage. Thank God I'm not in that lane. Shortly I passed. I guess someone hit it and did severe damage to their vehicle. Also, the freeway was shut down and backed up for hours. God got me through safely again. I've been doing 120 miles one way to my parents for many years, multiple times a month, and God has kept me from accidents the whole time. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for that praise report. Tiffany says, thank you, Lord, for helping Amy and I through this past. Thank you for one of them for the monthly corporate fast. Thank you for all the activities in the fast. It's been challenging and a pleasure at the same time. Activities help me to keep 
to get to the bottom of things with you and to point out things I need to understand about myself and improve my relationship I have with you. Thank you for all the help you provided to me and Amy. I am so grateful. I'm not perfect by far, but I see what you have done, how you've changed me for the better. I'm so grateful and love you. Praise you, Lord. LG. I just wanted to give a praise report for a prayer request for a person who was suicidal the other day. They have snapped out of it and seem to be doing well. The same need prayers of salvation. I found out they left church, but they're also involved in a gay gay lifestyle. Thankfully, out of danger with suicide, I need guidance and direction and healing. Praise you, Lord. They sure do. We give you praise and glory, Lord. We know you're going to break through because they've been prayed for. And Amy Miller has a praise report. Praise the Lord for blessing my memory. The Holy Spirit is helping me to memorize Psalm 37. I've not remembered this song without the Holy Spirit. I thank him and give glory and praise and honor to God. And also I give thanks to the Lord for helping me through this trying week, in particular dealing with the work where sometimes my emotions and attitudes popped up, showing me I need a new perspective on matters that come out of me throughout the workday. I thank him because these subject matters have also been in recent sermons from our pastor. He's definitely performing Psalms 139, 23, and 24 in James 4. I had a breakthrough regarding a certain relationship to expose an evil in my heart. I still have to work to do, to do through fasting and prayer, but I place it in the hands of the Lord and thank him for all these revelations and understandings of my errors. I thank him for hearing and answering my prayers. Praise you, Lord Jesus. And Daryl says, praise be to our Father in heaven. Thank you, Lord, for exposing my black boots that were given to me over four years ago needed to go in the trash to and break the soul ties against the woman and these boots and praise you Lord you're showing us what you want us to get rid of thank you Lord for that and Dina has a praise report praise the Lord for his goodness I was debating whether to call in on Friday and lo and behold the first caller was suffering with upper respiratory illness as well. I got some deliverance last night and felt something come out of my chest. I did deliverance again today and got great deliverance and feel so much better. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Paul Death says, thank you, Father, for all you've been doing in my life and family, the warfare I was experiencing in my life while I was married after my ex-husband left was stopped. I still had to struggle with my mind a little bit, but it's not as constant as it was at the beginning. I have more joy, and I thank you, Lord, that I didn't quit my job after he left because of staying out, and I was... and." There was allowed you to heal me more. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. And Dagmar has a praise report. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for your forgiveness, mercy, and love. Thank you for fighting my battle. About 10 days ago, I could hardly get up, talk, not short-term, no short-term memory with lots of insanity and many trips 
traumatic and other serious health issues, neuro, spine, heart, lungs, COVID, couldn't leave the home, and he granted me just the time before getting homeless, although it was very dark and unpleasant place, both spiritually and naturally with rats. He taught me to trust in his obedience regardless of the circumstances. He made a way to reconnect with MIC chats, although I couldn't call into the live show. Didn't remember how life felt for 24 hours, but it feels like being alive again. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Pastor. Brother Bill, Brother Marshall, and all you wonderful MIC and MON saints for standing in the gap. There is hope again. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. You You always come through. Margaret has a praise our Heavenly Father's on the move. I asked for forgiveness through an experience with a sick friend. I I realized how stingy I am with stingy I am with my resources and I insinuated in my heart she was taking advantage of me. On the other hand, I realized I that I take advantage of my wealthy brother when I let him pay our restaurant bills or he doesn't pay. I accuse him of being stingy. Praise you, Lord. You're breaking through to us. Fabby has a praise report. I lock my keys, bag with phone, and everything else in my trunk of my set 1972 Chevy Caprice. Prayed for help, and the Lord tell me where to go through underneath my trunk and to feel the way to open the trunk, and I found a button underneath the inside of the truck, and Viola, it popped open, saved me $65. I would have had to pay someone to come out and open it. God is so good to me, and a few months ago at 4 in the morning on the way to work, my 2011 Chevy Malibu wouldn't start. I prayed and asked the Lord to help me, and he heard me. And he say, wiggle the cable wire to my battery, and it start, and I'm on my way to work on time. Ain't the Lord so good. Praise you, Lord. And in cases, praise the Lord. I remember pastors saying that some of our lives are going to radically, unexpectedly change. That's been going on with me and my family. Life's been moving so fast. AK broke his arm so much is shifting. I'm on the way to the doctor to seek guidance that I may understand the best care for my body. And that's evidence of great deliverance and maturing. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. And bro has a praise report. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Your very mercy earlier today that my wife smelled burning and shut down the clothes washer before anything more problematic might possibly occur. I thank you, Lord, for reminding us of the appliance repair service, which helped us many years ago as this washer is more than 25 years. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for showing us how to overcome stuff like that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise and glory. Trish has a praise report. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ for his mercy and grace. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your blessing. And another year you've loaned to me, my son, Nicholas. I thank you, Lord Jesus. I give you honor and glory and praise. Thanks be to the God for his 
Thanks be to God for his unspeakable gift. Praise you, Lord, for that. And Daryl says, praise the Lord. Father, I receive what you have for me and my family. Thank you in advance for healing me spiritually, financially, physically, emotionally, and mentally. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. And Trish says, praise the Lord. My 99-year-old neighbor is recovering after a prep procedure for the next one coming in a few weeks. Praise the Lord for swift recovery and healing. And Simon says, praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Have a great result as much. Help check up this year. Thank you for your blessings. Oh, Lord, thank you for the prayer wars for praying with me yesterday. Praise you, Lord. And thank you, Heavenly Father, for the prayers answered this week. I got a raise, didn't expect it, got healings that were prayed for along with the saints. Praise you, Lord Jesus. These are wonderful, awesome praise reports. And now back to you, Pastor Sabrina. Praise the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Father, we just want to thank you for all the praise reports that we received. And we want to thank you for the miracles that came, even when we have not yet received the praise report. I want to encourage you. If you didn't share your praise report, please share it. Amen. It's an encouragement to all of us. It's an encouragement to everyone, amen? And it proves to others who just come up to listen every now and then that God is moving in the lives of the members of this ministry. We're not a stagnant ministry where you listen and leave. No, God is moving here. God himself is actually doing miracles in our midst, amen? I know you've been to churches where you sat there for years and nobody got healed. Well, that's not the way it is here. Amen? That's not the way it is here. God is at work here in our lives, changing us, changing our circumstances, changing our situations, saving our lives, rescuing us, giving us help and assistance that we otherwise would not have had, saving us money, giving us money. God is great, amen, and we love him and we praise him, amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So we're going to go to our adjudication. Father, in the name of Jesus, we're presenting these requests for adjudications from the righteous judge. We know that you are pleased when your justice and judgment is in the earth. So as the body of Christ, as your children, we come before you for your judgment, their execution, and your intervention and the usual course of human affairs. We know, Lord, that you have a will, and we're believing for your will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we thank you and we give you praise for 
the adjudications of the righteous judge. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning it's no surprise that the radical left is pushing its environmental agenda under the guise of protecting our environment. The Biden administration has recently approved new regulations on waters of the United States that will give more power to an already bloated federal government and threaten private property owners across America. This is just another example of how far left liberal policies slowly eroding away our rights and freedoms. Basically, what we are looking at is a potential land grab with broad legislation. Under these new regulations issued by the Environmental Protection Agency, large bodies of water such as lakes and wetlands are now protected under the Clean Water Act. But more importantly, so are any permanent navigable waterways. This could mean anything from puddles to ditches or even seasonal creeks and culverts. These expansive definitions leave it open for interpretation as to what type of water bodies can be regulated by federal authorities, leaving farmers, builders, developers, and other property owners vulnerable to overreach from Washington bureaucrats. Not surprisingly, this decision has been met with outrage by Republicans like California Representative Doug LaMalifa, who said in a statement that rural America doesn't need yet another rule giving the federal government more power over farming and private property. He went on to say that this rule does that this rule does is make it more difficult to grow food or anything or build anything. And he's absolutely right. This isn't Biden's first foray into trying to regulate climate change either. His administration has pursued numerous initiatives since taking office in January 2021, including creating an environmental justice office with HHS committing billions in funding towards developing nations dealing with climate change and remaining on track with reducing emissions per Paris Climate Agreement standards, regardless of how damaging they may be economically or socially for American citizens. We all want clean air and water, but we don't need radical environmental policies being forced upon us at every turn which only serve to limit our freedoms without actually producing tangible results. It's time for Americans everywhere to stand up against big government overreach from leftist politicians who seem intent on destroying our way of life through draconian legislation like this one. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the Florida Supreme Court has agreed to hear arguments against the state 15-week abortion ban, a decision that comes as Florida lawmakers are likely to discuss further restrictions on abortions in the 2023 legislative session. HB5 has been challenged by Planned Parenthood. American Civil Liberties Union and other abortion providers arguing that the state's constitution protects the right to abortion, 
On Monday, the court declined to immediately block HB5 while the lawsuit proceeds, thereby leaving the 15-week abortion ban in place. However, it accepted the plaintiff's request to hear their arguments in the case of HB5. The court will now schedule oral arguments through a separate order. While we are pleased that the court didn't shut its doors completely, we are dismayed that it has allowed this dangerous ban to remain in effect and to harm real people each and every day until this case is finally decided. Whitney White, staff attorney attorney for ACLU's Reproductive Freedom Project, said in January 23rd, HB5 was passed in March 22 and signed into law in April the same year. We are here to defend those who cannot defend themselves, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis said at the time. We are here to protect life. HB5 reduced the legal time limit for abortion to 14 weeks from the earlier 24 weeks, providing no exemption for incest or rape. The law came into effect on July 1, 2022. The lawsuit against the 15-week ban was filed in June last year. On July 5th, a circuit court judge issued a temporary injunction stating that the implementation of HB 5 would be blocked, citing a 1989 Supreme Court ruling that the state's privacy laws protect abortion. Florida appealed the ruling. The Florida Supreme Court's decision comes as Vice President Kamala Harris delivered a speech in Florida on January 22nd, announcing that the Biden administration is committed to increasing access to abortion. Harris blamed the U.S. Supreme Court for stealing women's fundamental right to abortion when it overturned Roe v. Wade in June last year. In an interview, Mark Mink, the state chairman of Protect Human Life Florida, said that Harris's visit to the state was was significant given its timing. I don't think it's a coincidence, he said prior to Harris's visit. She could be in any one of 50 states, and she's going to be in Florida on the 50th anniversary of the now infamous Roe versus Wade decision. And Florida, sadly enough, is already third in the nation in the number of abortion deaths each year behind California and New York. In August, the first district court of appeal blocked the circuit court ruling, keeping the 15-week abortion ban in effect. Plaintiffs in the case asked the Florida Supreme Court to block the law, which was denied on January 23rd, 4-1 decision. DeSantis has expressed willingness to expand abortion restrictions, but has not indicated what measures he plans to include. During the 2023 legislative session, lawmakers are expected to take up the abortion issue for discussion. Senate President Kathleen Passam Pasadomo, a Republican, is pushing for reducing the abortion time limit from 15 weeks to 12 weeks, but with exceptions for incest and rape. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning some 35,000 PayPal user accounts have been hacked by credential stuffing, resulting in exposed names and social security numbers according to a notification posted on a government website. 
Through its lawyers, the California-based payment processor sent a notice to Maine's attorney general. The company also sent a letter dated January 19th about the data breach to impacted users. This letter said that the accounts were breached sometime between December 6th and December 8th, 2022. The company said that it was able to deal with the attack soon after it occurred, according to the letter. The notification to users said that 34,942 users were impacted by the incident and that unauthorized third parties gained access to their account. Those third parties, which were not identified, could view full names, dates of birth, social security numbers, addresses, and tax identification numbers. We have no information suggesting that any of your personal information information was misused as a result of this incident or that there are any unauthorized transactions on your account, said PayPal's letter. Specifically, the hackers used a credential stuffing attack that involves automatically injecting login credentials that were found during previous data breaches. If you detect any suspicious activity on an account, change the password and security questions immediately, and promptly notify the company where the account is maintained, PayPal said. You may also add additional security for your PayPal account by enabling a two-step verification in your account setting. When links are present in an email, individuals should hover their mouse over the links to view the actual destination URL and should not click click on the link if they are unsure of the destination URL or website. Furthermore, the company said that it has reset passwords on the afflicted afflicted PayPal account. Impacted users will also get free identity monitoring services from Equifax, the consumer credit reporting company. In a statement to PCMag, The company maintained that it was only a small number of PayPal customer accounts that were impacted by the breach. It noted that neither its website nor its system were hacked. PayPal payment systems were not impacted, and no financial information was accessed, the firm said. We have contacted affected customers directly to provide guidance on this matter to help them further protect their information. The security and privacy of our customers' account information remain a top priority for PayPal, and we sincerely apologize for any inconvenience this may have caused. Sam Curry, the chief officer at Cyber Reason, said that what happened was that previous hacks led to a large population's passwords in use elsewhere being stolen, and because people often reuse passwords at and have done so for a long time. Elaborating, he added that the hackers were able to brute slam PayPal accounts with these until they found 35,000 matches. If a threat actor can access legitimate credentials, even if they're dumped in a dark web repository, they are only a few short and, in most cases, automated steps away from a successful intrusion. Jason Casey, the chief technology officer at Beyond Identity said. The uh, security breach comes just days after T-Mobile confirmed an unidentified malicious intruder breached its network in late November 2022 and stole data on 37 
million customers, according to a regulatory finding with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. T-Mobile said that the data breach was found on January 5th, adding that the data exposed to the theft did not include critical information such as PINs, bank account numbers, credit card information, social security numbers, or government identification numbers. Instead, addresses, phone numbers, and dates of birth were accessed, the filing said. Our investigation is still ongoing, but the malicious activity appears to be fully contained at this time, T-Mobile said, adding that the data was first accessed around November 25, 2022, but wasn't discovered until weeks later. How interesting. They're really looking out for us. Requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning curating the data that artificial intelligence uses to learn technique tech companies like Google can bias the artificial intelligence to censor information flowing on the Internet, a Google whistleblower says. When Zach was working for Google, he was concerned about how the company was curating data to generate artificial intelligence-based bias with social justice or leftist values that adhere to certain narratives. AI is a product of the data that gets fed into it, he said. He's a former Google employee who turned whistleblower. If you want to create an AI that's got social justice values, you're going to only feed it information that confirms that bias. So by biasing the information, you can bias the artificial information. He explained, you can have an AI that collects the full breadth of information and then becomes biased, despite the fact that the information is unbiased. In a 27 cent, a Chinese big tech company shut down an uh, AI service after it started to criticize the Chinese Communist Party. Tencent, a video game maker and owner of WeChat, offered a free service for its users, letting them chat with an AI character. The chat bots, Little Bang and Baby Q, could talk on a variety of topics and grew smarter as they interacted with users. According to a report by Japanese Public Broadcasting, When a user posted a message saying, hooray for the Communist Party, Tencent's chatbot replied, are you sure you want to hooray to such a corrupt and incompetent political system, according to the report? When the user asked the AI program about Chinese leader Xi Jinping's Chinese dream slogan, the AI wrote back that the dream meant immigrating to the United States. Another example of AI exhibiting unexpected behavior was Tay, a chatbot developed by Microsoft for 18 to 24-year-olds in the United States for entertainment purposes. Tay, launched in 2016, was supposed to learn from users it was conversing with. But after trolls exploited its learning ability, Tay began spouting a variety of offensive and obscene comments. Microsoft shut down the chat bot after only 16 hours. He believes that the Tay incident was an intelligence operation intended to spawn machine learning fairness research in academia and Google. 
ML fairness, machine learning fairness, as applied by Google, is an assist is a system that uses artificial intelligence to censor information processed by the company's main products, such as Google Search, Google News, and YouTube. He said it is classify it classifies all data found on the platform in order to determine which information is to be amplified and which is to be suppressed, he explained. Machine learning fairness causes what can be found on the Internet to constantly evolve, so results displayed in response to a query may differ from those returned for the same query in the past, he said. For user, searches for neutral topics, for example, baking, the system will give the person more information about baking. However, if someone looks for blacklisted items or politically sensitive content, the system will try not to give the user more of that content and will present alternative content instead. Using machine learning fairness, a tech company can shift that Overton window to the left, he said. Then people like us are essentially programmed by it. The Overton window refers to a range of political policies considered to be acceptable in public discourse at a given time. Some experts in machine learning believe that data collected from the real world already includes biases that exist in society. Thus, systems that use it as as is could be unfair. If AI uses an accurate machine learning model to learn from existing data collected from the real world, it may learn or even amplify problematic pre-existing biases in the data based on race, gender, religion, or other characteristics, Google says on its AI Google Cloud website under responsible AI practices. The risk is that is that any unfairness in such systems can also have a wide-scale impact. Thus, as the impact of AI increases across sectors and society, it is critical to work towards systems that are fair and inclusive for all the sites there. To illustrate how machine learning should be evaluated from the fairness perspective, Google provides an example of an app to help kids select pre-age-appropriate books from a library that has both adult and children's books. If the app selects an adult book for reading by children, it may expose children to age inappropriate content and may upset their parents. However, according to the company's inclusive ML guide, flagging children's books that contain LGBT themes as inappropriate is also problematic. The goal of fairness in machine learning is to understand and prevent unjust or prejudicial treatment of people related to race, sexual orientation, religion, gender, and other characteristics historically associated with discrimination and marginalization when and where they manifest in algorithmic systems or algorithmically aided decision-making, Google says in its inclusive ML guide. Sarah Robinson uh, staff developer relations engineer at Google discussed the topic in an article. Okay, Robinson called fairness in machine learning the process of understanding bias introduced by the data feeding the AI 
and ensure that AI provides equitable predictions across all demographic groups. While accuracy is one metric for evaluating the accuracy of a machine learning model, fairness gives us a way to understand the practical implications of deploying the model in a real-world situation, she said. A former senior engineer at Google and YouTube said, censoring is super expensive. You literally have to go through all the pieces of information that you have and curate it. If the Federal Bureau of Investigation flags a social media account, the social media company puts that account on its blacklist, which then goes to the AI, he said. Keywords are important because the AI likes to make decisions when it has labels on things. Labeling groups of data into categories facilitates machine learning in AI. For instance, the AI for self-driving cars uses labeling to distinguish between a person, the street, a car, or the It labels key features of those objects and looks for similarities between them. Labeling can be performed manually or assisted by software. Suppressing a person on social media is done by AI based on data labels curated by the company's staff, he explained. The AI then decides whether the person's posts are allowed to trend or will be deamplified. He worked at YouTube from 2016 to 2019 and said the company applied similar practices. YouTube, a Google subsidiary, had something like a dashboard of classifications that were being generated by their machine learning fairness, the whistleblower said. The AI knew, based on history and the current content, how to label a person. Example, as a right-wing talk show host, he explained. Then someone sitting in the back room, I don't know who this was, was doing the knobs of what is allowed to get amplified based upon their personal interests. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning Google has used anti-competitive exclusionary practices to illegally crush or diminish any major threats to its dominance over the online advertising industry. President Joe Biden's administration has alleged in a lawsuit against the company, the U.S. Department of Justice has filed its antitrust lawsuit against Google on Tuesday in U.S. District Court in Alexandria, Virginia, calling for the company to be forced to sell off parts of its advertising business. Advertising accounts were about 80% of the big tech's behemoth revenue. Google owns dominant services enabling customers to offer advertising space, create better ads, and match publishers with advertisers. The company has leveraged its size and reach to buy out or disrupt actual or potential competitors and to leave advertisers and websites little choice but to use its services, the lawsuit says. Google has thwarted meaningful competition and deterred innovation in the digital advertising industry, taken super competitive profits for itself and prevented the free market from functioning fairly to support the interests of the advertisers and publishers who make today's powerful Internet possible, the DOJ said. Google argued that the government was trying to pick winners and losers in the highly competitive online advertising business. The DOJ's flawed arguments largely duplicate those in a Texas lawsuit that was recently dismissed by a federal court 
the company said in a statement. Eight states, including Google's home state of California, joined the federal government in Tuesday's lawsuit. We are taking action by filing this lawsuit to unwind Google's monopoly and restore competition to the digital advertising business, Colorado Attorney General Phil Weiser said. The administration of Biden's predecessor, then-President Donald Trump, filed an antitrust lawsuit against Google in 2020, alleging anti-competitive practices in the company's dominant online. That case is scheduled to go to trial later this year. Amen. Praise the Lord. Ooh, God is good. God is good. Praise the Lord. So, Father, we want to thank you for your intervention, for the adjudications of the righteous judge, and for your will being done in earth as it is in heaven, in Jesus' name. Brother Marshall. Father, for so many opportunities to do what the song says. Fix your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will go strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. We thank you, Father, for your grace. We know we are saved by grace, not by our works, not by our cleverness not by our trying to figure things out. We don't go running off to the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. We come running to you, Father, in Jesus' name, because of the blood of the covenant. And you said, if two of you on earth agree to touch anything you ask, it shall be done of my Father, which is in heaven, Jesus says, in Matthew 18:19. And it says in Matthew 18:18, 18, 18, whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. We don't do that in our own strength. We do that in the name above all names, in the name of the Lord Jesus, who has all power in heaven and earth. So Satan, you're bound in all your demonic assignments to steal, kill, and destroy, coming against all those that are and will be members of the body of Christ, including all the children, all those that are in harm's way or trying to change what's deemed to be appropriate to bring a child into this world. There's so many things that have been put in motion even as, as uh, all the different, Pat Holiday and all the saints have pointed out, John 10.10, 10, Jesus says, Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. And so, Father, we thank you that the Most High rules, just like you said over in Daniel chapter, where is this here? Daniel, Daniel 4.25. This is the, it's actually repeated many times in, in chapter 4. Till thou know that the Most High ruleth in the kingdom of men, give to whomsoever he will. So just like it says in the Lord's Prayer, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, as we honor your name. And we thank you for sending Jesus in your name. And we thank you, Father, for anointing Pastor Sabrina and Associate Pastor Bill and I thank you for the anointing that removes and destroys the yoke of the enemy. In fact, you've anointed all your servants as we yield to you. And we hold every thought captive and we do it your way. And we thank you, Lord. We give you praise and honor and glory. It says, it says that, 
Where is that, Lord? It's in Proverbs 21. I think that's where it is. He said, Father, the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. In Proverbs 21, 1. As the rivers of water, he turneth it whithersoever he will. And the next verse is pretty awesome, too. It says, Every weapon man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord pondereth the hearts. So, Lord, we continue to hold every thought captive, because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty, through God to the point down the stronghold, casting down imaginations, all those anxious thoughts, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. We ask for your divine help, intervention, adjudication, in all the affairs of men, particularly all these items that Pastor Sabrina has just read through, and some of the things she referred to during her sermon tonight, Father, in Jesus' name, your righteous adjudication, Father God, concerning all these things, including the, the first situation we're asking for adjudication concerning this this uh, apparent grab to uh, legislate a clean water into existence. And yet, Father, I know that, that yes, people would like clean water, human beings, that is, would like clean water, but, Father God, there's some people who are not really human beings, Father. And where was that? It was recent, Father. I'm in agreement because this really does expose it. Dean had a wonderful praise request just, I guess it was yesterday. Just about quarter of one in the afternoon, East Coast time. And I'm in agreement because that fits in with this thing about what the EPA is trying to do about controlling the water and all these other things. They say one thing, but what do they really do behind the scenes? And she says, and I'm in agreement, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to expose the climate change lie. We have less emissions than there were in the 70s. And how can you regulate natural body functions? It's so absurd. Lauren, I'm particularly disturbed about this chemtrail spraying that they're doing. Spat Holiday's referred to this many times. These God wannabes, which is a nice way of putting it, are purposely trying to block the sun and take the blue out of the sky so that even the sun is shining, uh, even the sun is shining, uh, when, when the sun is shining, the sky is gray. They're trying to block all the good rays from the sun. You know, how can you grow crops if you don't have photosynthesis? She doesn't say that, but I'm just adding that. Yet they're still trying to sell solar panels, which won't work really well if they continually block the sun. They're so-called trying to stop global warming, but they're making a mess of the weather. Lord, I ask you, and we're all in agreement, Father God. You said, if two of you on earth touch anything else, get shoved done, my Father. Lord, we ask you to expose and put an end to this evil and make the EPA do their job the way they're supposed to, to watch out for the people and not for the government elite who have different agendas. I added that. I'm asking in, in the in the righteous I'm asking the righteous judge to perform your word, like you said in Psalm eighty nine fourteen, justice and judgment of the habitation of thy throne, mercy and truth shall go before thy face. Lord I ask you to jam up, disable, and dis and continuously break the valves those chemicals come out of, whether they're coming out of planes with human pilots in them, whether they're coming out of drones or wherever they're coming. And I add also, Lord, that you break every machine they're using to steer those chemicals to control the storms and the clouds and the 
whether it's dumping four feet of snow in Colorado, where it's causing to be drought or floods alternately in California and other places. Lord, we ask you, Father God, in Jesus, Lord, we ask you to send the Holy Ghost conviction to all those involved, including the pilots and those making the decisions to buy these chemicals, Father God, and dry up their funding in Jesus' name. And in that, I ask you, thank you, Lord, for your adjudication on this matter in Jesus' name. And she quotes several different scriptures, including Amos 5.4, in Jesus' name. And I thank you for that, Father, in Jesus' name. And you said, Seek ye me, and you shall live, Amos 5.4. So, Lord, we're supposed to seek you. You said, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. So, Father God, we ask you, Father God, as we're doing what you asked us to do, to seek you and your kingdom, not Marshall's kingdom, the kingdom of the King of kings and Lord of lords. Father, you sent your Son to rule and to reign. You give him the name above every name, that his name every name must bow, not just Biden, not just the heads of every nation, whether it be China or Russia or Germany or even the Vatican. Yes, believe it or not, even the Vatican. Every name must bow in every, in all the global bankers that have their own agenda. But when some of them go along with some of the things. Father, we ask for adjudication concerning this land grab, trying to control the water, trying to cut back on the availability, availability of food, clean food and water by having the government get its dirty fingers involved. And I, I, Father, some of the people in the government don't have dirty fingers. I know. I'm not trying to accuse somebody else. We learned in Titus we're not supposed to speak evil of any man. But some of these people, I'm not so sure what percentage of them are still human, what percentage of them are part AI, part demon-possessed. I don't know, Father God. Even some of the preachers, like the wonderful pastor at the church I was in for seven years, he was following a pastor with a big reputation online big reputation that Pat Holiday referred to, and I had to go look it all up, and I had to do a lot of research. I hate doing that kind of thing. But you say we're not supposed to speak evil of anyone in, you know, as, as an elder in the church. And this guy would be listed as an elder in the church because he had a big following, a billion dollars, whatever, lots of money flowing into his ministry, nice fancy jets and all that stuff, Father God. And that guy had a different agenda, just like the one Pastor Sabrina was talking about in Second Peter chapter 2 tonight, Lord, he had a whole different agenda. And his ministry had something that had said something about victory in it, but he was, a, he was a slave to Satan. He definitely thought about mammon being more important than the living God. And I'm not here to point fingers at anybody, but there's more than one person who's made a mistake in that area. So, Father God, help us all to make, ask for your divine adjudications. Thank you for sending the Holy Ghost to bring conviction on all those doing horrendous things, including trying to change the... Uh, the access to water and, and farming and also access to baby, being able to bring up healthy children in the world. Save the children, Father God. Not just this in Florida. All this coming against them from this, this new ruling, which seemed pretty reasonable down in Florida. And how all these particular people have managed to bring in the so-called vice president, whoever he, she is, and, and trying to speak out against it, Father God, in Jesus' name, when Harris came in. So, Father God, we thank you, Father God, for overturning their plans. Father, we ask you to overturn the plans of the enemy to steal, kill, and destroy, coming against the children, not just in Florida, not just the abortion issue, every single issue, Father God, in Jesus' name. All the children, Father God, in harm's way from the fentanyl flowing across the border, which China managed to provide a lot of, isn't that very generous of them, the fentanyl, which is particularly earmarking the children as it did in this past 
uh, October, whatever it is, 31st. They disguised it as candy. It was not kind of them. Father, we ask for divine help in adjudication. All these things, Father God, in Jesus' name. And you help those in Florida to stand true to what you want, Lord. And they're trying to bend a little bit here and bend a little bit there. But, Father God, help them to not bend in the wrong direction, Father God. And I know it may not boil down to courts. It may boil down to people's having a change of heart, Father. You can change people's hearts, Father. You can tell us to love our neighbors ourselves, but we have to first love ourselves. So we bind the spirit of self-hatred, the spirits of greed and corruption, the spirit of ungodly fear being blackmailed, being blackmailed. If I speak out against this, oh, I'm going to be, I'm going to lose my job at Google or whatever. Father, we bind everyone these ungodly spirits trying to steal from the people coming through PayPal. These people, that <clears throat> PayPal was rather blatant about, oh, they might just take away $2,500 to people that they disagreed with. Well, at least they were telling you up front. It was very nice of them to tell you up front. So a lot of people like Brother Luke got smart, got off of PayPal. Helped my wife to make the right decision, Lord. I've been, she knows, it you know, takes time. Father, I, I love my bride. He's a find of the wife. Find it a good thing and take the favor of the Lord. Father, we're all works in progress. Do I know everything? No, I don't need to know everything. I know the one who knows everything. Jesus Christ made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. He's, he's actually the manifestation of the tree of life. He said, he that eateth me shall live by me. The fruit of the righteousness of the tree of life. We thank you for living by you and your word, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord. That's what we want to do. We want to look to you because that will keep them in perfect peace as mind is stayed on there. And not to be looking at all this Satan's little minions jumping up and down. Ooh, look at me, look at me. <clears throat> so, Father God, we ask for help and adjudication for all those at PayPal and T-Mobile who have had their account hacked, Father God, and 37 million customers at T-Mobile. Father God, that you protect them and deliver them, including those who are clueless. You said you're the Savior of all men, particularly of those who believe. Even as Pat Holiday pointed out, when uh, a previous person who was uh, selected into the White House tried to bring about a uh, detonation of atomic uh, blast during a solar what was it, a solar flare and blame it on the solar thing to black out the whole U.S. power grid and blame it on that. Of course, now they, they have other little attacks here and there on substations. Whoever's doing that, Father God, maybe they're funded by Soros, or maybe they're not, I don't know. Father, we ask we to help and protect your children from all these attacks and wiles and schemes of the enemy, Father God, trying to steal people's personal identity. Even as Pastor Sabrina already prayed, and I'm in agreement with that prayer, Father God, and you said, if two of you on earth are going to touch anything else, it shall be done by my Father, which is in heaven. And you're faithful to promise, Father. Thank you for hearing our prayers. Thank you, Jesus, for ever living, making intercession for us. Thank you, Holy Ghost, for groaning through us as we yield to you and allow you to groan through us. And then you get to teach us things, things we don't know apart from you, because you get to teach us things. We get to humble ourselves and allow you to pray through us. Father, we thank you for your adjudication, Father God, including this fellow whistleblower, Zach Voorhees from Google, talking about what they're trying to do. All those people with all the different connections with Google, it's a really good idea. You get a different account. You can get one from, well, I don't know how private it is. They claim it's super private, Proton Mail, but it's also connected with the CERN people, which they say it's really private. <laughs> but the people at CERN don't always have our best interests at heart. So, Lord, grant us your wisdom and discernment, Father God, to know who we should use, whether it's Gmail or Proton or some totally different email, Father God. And we ask you to the blood of Jesus over every access to all the things, not just those having to do with miracle outreach ministries, miracle in that church in Jesus' name. Your intervention, adjudication, every one of these situations, Father God, including where Google has their AI 
And Father God, we're not controlled at this point by AI, but AI is rushing forward at lightning breakneck speed to try and become really able to control people and try to pretend that they know everything about whatever people are thinking about, even when they don't even know what they're thinking about. And just like the people from the WF said, they're trying to control everything, Father God. But the most high rules in the kingdom of men, to give it to whomsoever he will. You're in charge, and you've got everything under control. The moon and the stars are in your hand, the wind and the rain at your, at your command. You've got everything under control, not just the moon and the stars and the wind and the rain. And we speak shalom to the weather and the atmosphere. We bind up every one of these spirits trying to control the weather and atmosphere, contrary to Father God's perfect plan in every area, not just the physical weather and atmosphere, but the atmosphere in our homes, the atmosphere in our minds and hearts. We speak shalom, peace. We speak your frequencies, your harmony. Even as we heard from a Japanese scientist many years ago, if you speak good, kind words like love over, over um, an ice crystal when it's forming, it's beautiful and symmetrical. If you speak negative, hateful words like death and murder and Satan, they're all irregular and jagged. Father God, we know that frequencies have tremendous impact. Teach your people what they need to know about frequencies. And we bind up every one of the ungodly frequencies coming from 5G and every other source, including directed energy weapons. No weapon formed against us will prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. For this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And all those witchcraft spirits coming from whatever they are, whether it's electronic witchcraft or those gathering little seances and full moons and all the rest of it, returnally sevenfold in the hands of the spirits of sentence, and do those spirits intend to do us. Render unto our neighbors sevenfold to their bosoms, ever approach with their approach to the O Lord. And we continue to speak blindness to our enemy, mutinous to our enemy, and they only hear. With the Lord Jesus wants them to hear pertaining to each one of us and our family members and all the saints and all those coming into the body of Christ, including all the children. Their children in the womb, they're yet to be born. Their children have yet, not even yet been conceived, Father God. We ask you to add to the church daily should, should be saved, including at Miracle Internet Church, Father, in Jesus' name, Miracle Outreach Ministries. And we thank you for doing so. We ask for adjudication every one of these situations, Father God, including kind of trying to bring about so-called responsible AI practices at Google. If we can touch, touch these, trust any of these people at any of these big global conglomerates where government and corporations seem to work together like hand in glove, to bring about hmm, questionable outcomes for human beings that you love, Father. We thank you, Father God. Even when it was found out through Twitter's exposing that the FBI was trying to control things that, that uh, YouTube and, and Google and these other companies were allowing to be talked about. Certain things were out. They were just squashed, turned away. People couldn't find out about what's really going on until they find alternate news platforms and we thank you for providing those alternate news platforms and we thank you father god for your word in jesus name and even as you said in luke jesus speaking in luke where is that lord several of them luke 12 2 for there's nothing covered that shall not be revealed neither hid that shall not be known and you confirm it in matthew 10 26 you said we don't have to be afraid of them and we thank you lord for your promises in Psalm 37. We don't need to fret. We don't need to be concerned because you're going to work it all out. But we're supposed to do our part, just like the Israelites who went in to take the promised land. They had to go forward. They had their sword, but their sword didn't save them. You saved them, Father God, when they did it your way. And they weren't covetous, and they weren't taking things 
right? One person did by mistake, and he did it on purpose. Uh, in Jericho, Father God, and the whole Israeli army had a bit of a problem with that. So we don't want to be clinging on to things of this world, Father God. We want to hang on to Jesus, because underneath of the everlasting arms, he's got good plans for all of us. We thank for your help in all these different lawsuits, Father God, that have been filed even by the, uh, then-President Donald Bush concerning Google back in 2020. We ask for each proper adjudication in every one of these situations, Father God, and we thank you for doing so. We thank you for giving Jesus all power in heaven and earth, and we thank you for bringing about your swift intervention, Father God. We thank you for all the wonderful praise reports tonight, Father God, that Bill was able to go through many of them. He still has many more because you've been answering so many. We thank you, Father God. You said, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened to you. You said, everyone that asketh, receive it. He that seeketh, findeth him that knocketh. It shall be opened. Jesus, you're the door. We thank you for opening the door of faith to the Gentiles. And what does that door look like? Oh, it looked like the door that the angel of death saw when the blood was on the lintel and the post. And we apply that blood to the door of our lintel and post of our homes and every place we are, even where we're staying, even the vehicles are the privilege of traveling in. And even if my mother-in-law will always pray before she climbed on an air flight, put her hand on the fuselage or whatever as she's going through the door. And we thank you for your blood on every door of access to each and every one of us. Then, Father God, there are things that do happen in the supernatural that we don't know fully all about. We don't know about all the things that are going on in the world, but we know there's a war in heaven. But we know Jesus wins, because you said so in your word. And we thank you, Father God, as we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, the author and finisher of faith.
Yep, Nunez. You are